0: What's going on, everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I wanna welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is gonna be no different. Stick around, and we're gonna get started right now. Well, it's good to be back with all of you guys for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks Jr., and I'm excited, beyond excited, to do this particular interview. In a blog on HuffPost.com, contributing writer Flynn Coleman asks this question, why are stories so powerful? Well, the truth of the matter is that they're actually more memorable than facts. Our brains are wired to respond to stories. Metaphors and anecdotes actually help us relate ideas to our own experiences, providing richness and texture. Stories actually bring you and your listeners into a multidimensional world full of colors, uh, sights, smells and emotions, making us feel as though we were actually living the story. It's my pleasure today. To bring to the stage here on We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Guys, by the time this podcast comes out, I believe we will be over our 100th episode. And I am thoroughly, thoroughly excited. This couple came to Cherie and I. We all met uh, a number of years ago. If we started the MAPS Relationship Academy in 2017, we probably met them in 2017. They were one of the first couples that came through our community. And they were in a bit of a quandary. (laughs) They couldn't communicate. It was tough. And not only did they lean in, do the work, they mastered the skill set. It don't mean they don't have problems, but they've mastered the skill set of communication. As a result of that foundation, they've gone on to show up in some amazing ways in the area of business, in the area of blending their families. They've got four kids between the two of them, just about four sets of co. It's a situation. It's a whole thing. But they're out here in the streets, and I don't use this term often. But this right here, y'all, is a true power couple. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for my friends, my kids. They affectionately have been adopted. Jeremiah and Tiara Abu Dhabi, it is so good to have y'all in good morning. the room. grand Rising, good morning. <coughs> good, morning. Good, morning.
1: good morning. Good
0: morning. Y'all good?
1: We good are excited to be here.
0: Listen, we got to start at the beginning, Jeremiah. So, Jeremiah, here's the truth. Bruh, I, I promise you, um, I've got mat- I got so much respect for you in terms of how you move. If there's ever a brother who loves his wife enough to do work, it's you. Um, a lot of cats, they want the result, but they don't want to put in the work to do it. You come from a sports background. You understand team. Can you talk to us a little bit about, take us back to what caused you to lean into this space of actually embracing the work that now, quite honestly, we're going to get to that. Y'all, they're killing the game in the DMV. Their businesses is making more impact and ge- generating more revenue than a little bit. I promise you. And I'm proud because it's just a testament of what it looks like to do the work. Can you speak to that, Jeremiah? And how did your upbringing kind of
2: play into doing the work? Um, <clears throat> I think when you spoke on it earlier in regards to um, how, how hard I work in regards to being a provider, I think, you know, that's one of the things that my dad instilled in me is, is working hard. You know, if I could say anything, is just um, making sure that, you know, I, you know, put myself in a position to make sure my family doesn't struggle, making sure, you know, the brunt of that, you know, it's on, the back, on my back. And so I make sure that I do um, put in the work at the end of the day, whether it be, you know, in the work field and or in a relationship. Now, I'm not perfect by no means. However, if anything goes wrong, anything, you know, whatever we have to attack, I typically put my best foot forward and try to make something happen in regards to um, whatever I'm trying to conquer. So um, when I'm committed to something, I pretty much am willing to pretty much go go that 100 miles an hour towards whatever that looks like. And so um, I don't I don't just say I'm going to do something and I don't do it. If I my, my wife will always tell you the problem is a lot of time when I say I do something, I don't wait around. I just go. I just be, you know, what I'm saying attacking things. And sometimes a little faster than she would like it, even in business in some some cases. But um, obviously in our relationship, I definitely, um, I'm, I'm always willing to, you know, because of the commitment that I signed up for, I'm always willing to make the corrections, um, take uh, sound advice as well as criticism and try to apply it to the best of my ability with whatever I have in my toolkit. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> I, I
0: love that, Tiara. It's funny because when, as I listen to Jeremiah, he is 100 miles an hour and you are probably two miles an hour in the slow lane. Like Absolutely. you like it. You like it to pump the brakes. You, like, I, I'm even calming my voice down when I watch you, when mm-hmm. I think about you, like the lighting in this situation. If y'all are watching this uh, podcast by way of KBC and right now, you'll notice that there's this glow over the top of her head. And I promise you, it'd be on his, but he got a hat on. But it just so looks that her aura is slow. Tiara, how? Yep, I got you. I got you. The light on both. Tiara, let me tell you this. I have learned that oftentimes opposites attract, but opposites find it difficult to grow together because they're pushing and pulling at opposite ends of the spectrum. He's the yin to your yang and vice versa. The dance that y'all do, that took work. Can you talk a little bit about some of the willingness? Because your situation was really unique in a lot of ways, um, yeah. you know, uh, and, and it was hard. Uh, can you talk to us about just the commitment and, and where did that come from in terms of your childhood, your upbringing? Where did that resolve come from?
1: Yeah, so I will say that um, this relationship, this this marriage, has really helped me to. Um, I always say like this relationship taught me how to stay. I come from um, a very heavy background of like divorce. You know, like my family, if if it's not working, you're not happy. Divorce. And, um, even coming into this relationship, this is my second marriage. So us coming together and that's one of the reasons why we reached out to maps. I knew that I wanted to do this different. And so I, when we said we were going to do it and we were, um, doing family and building a legacy, I was like, okay, we need to do this right. And I committed myself to the journey. But when I made that commitment I had no idea how challenging it would be because we are so different. You know, like you just said, he is a lion and I am all turtle. And it shows up in so many ways in our relationship. It shows up in our parenting it shows up in the way that we do business. But honestly, one of the things that helped was working with you all because it helped me to see our differences as um valuable. And instead of judging, I started to accept what he brought to the table. And and we started to really hold space for each other to operate from our strengths instead of going at each other. And I think that is what has helped us just accepting each other's processes.
0: You know what, Tiara, is funny because you guys remind me of Sheree and us so much Um, For those that don't know, when they talk about a lion or turtle, they're not just picking those animals. Uh, I'm a DISC personality trainer, and we have a version of that called Welcome to the Jungle, the DISC personality assessment. And in it, you have the D is a lion, the I is a flamingo, the S is a chameleon, the C is a turtle. Here's what's funny. Uh, The D is an extrovert, and the the, the C or the lion is an extrovert. The C, the the turtle, is an introvert. But they both are results-driven. One's just introverted about how they approach it. The other is extroverted. If those two people can get on the same page, there's going to be a problem. Executing is not going to be their issue. Now, there may be some feelings hurt (laughs) in the wake of that execution. There may be some loss of money, income, you know what I'm saying, relationships. That might all be a part of the equation. But one of the things I know about you guys is that y'all approach things from a results standpoint. You just got finished Sanity Tierra. You wanted results this time around. For Jeremiah, I'm not sure, Jeremiah, but you had never been married before. Am I correct? No, I haven't. Nope. But you had children and you wanted to be different this time. Y'all took that same energy into business. And I remember when you decided to make something happen, come off your job working for the government and go this uh, this, uh, real estate game full time. Mm -hmm. Bro, you are one of the top selling real estate agents in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia. I get goosebumps thinking about it because you present your receipts and facts on a regular basis. Uh, They they ought to be doing a TV show on y'all. You understand what I'm saying? Like all these selling this and selling that. I, I just don't know if y'all's life is sensational enough for, for folk. <laughs> y- y- y'all not into that drama stuff. In mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> fact, y'all end up kind of making drama go away. Uh, y- y- you, Tiara, are uh, a holistic <laughs> therapist. Would, 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 would you like, come on, Jeremiah. Come on, let me let you in there.
2: No, I was, I was just joking with her about when you said the drama piece because. We was talking about going on that show called Love in D.C. Terry was like, no, nah, I'm not going on that. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm ready to go on it because, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking from a business mindset, you know what I'm saying? She thinking like the drama side of it. I'm like, I'll create a little bit of drama, right. you know what I'm saying, to cultivate some additional business and notoriety and pushing her business, my business. Like, But that's what people use it for. I mean, realistically, not necessarily the show because once the show over. They got a slew of followers. They got a slew of business partners and meeting blue people in different spaces. And so that's my mindset where I'm thinking. On the opposite side, my wife like, "Nah, I'm not. I don't want to be a people in my business. I ain't trying to be like a drama."
0: Look, Jeremiah, his was funny, and this is why, bro. I'm gonna tell you <clears throat> as your coach, you better listen to your wife, and let me tell you why. I will never forget an opportunity we had to when we were in Atlanta to host Real Housewives of Atlanta. We had a venue, and it was a theater, and um, they approached us about doing an episode in that theater. Now, for those that don't know, that theater was also a church. And so we gave Bravo all kind of rules as to, look, y'all got to do this, do this, and do this. Don't bring that crate. Watching the behind the scenes, it made me understand why in the wake of that stuff, when it's over, often the relationships don't stand the test of time.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: If you ever go do your research and you look at whether, I mean, there are very few relationships that can withstand trading, right, exposure, Um, uh, uh, hype, uh, money, very few of them make it through that. And because, and I want to talk a little bit about this, that spotlight burns really bright. And one of the things that you guys have been able to do last time we talked, y'all were in Miami just a couple of days ago, like, or whatever it was. And y'all make time for each other regularly. Y'all make time for y'all's relationship uh, regularly. Cherie wrote a book called Building a Successful Marriage and business without losing either one. And if I had to look for the quintessential person that's doing that, it would be y'all. Can y'all talk a little bit about how the idea of coming together, accepting, you talked about it earlier, Tierra, embracing each other differences as your superpower, how does that translate to business? Talk
2: to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's been a journey for us figuring it out. Um, we we invested a lot of time in the beginning of our relationship, focusing on the relationship and getting our foundation and our principles together. And then we transitioned into incorporating business and we've had to adjust multiple times and, and make pivots. And sometimes it gets really hectic and crazy and i think that we've done a beautiful job of creating a dance that we recognize when we get there and then we come back and we talk about how we can um bring our marriage back to the center of it but i think that in terms (laughs) of identifying or or um like moving from our strengths we've been figuring it out like me being an introvert in business Is so like challenging for me, and having to be the face of my business and putting myself out there, like it's Jeremiah's um, business mind that has really helped me to move my business forward. And so I trust him, but it's also been this thing where he's had to trust my process because he's like, "You need to do this. You could be doing this, 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 and that." And I've had to say, "Like, I hear you. I got like I need time to sit in this, to process, to really." process the risk and and everything that that requires of me. And he's had to learn how to respect that. And the same in his business. Sometimes I see him moving really fast and I'm like, well, I don't think we're ready for that. Or what is that going to look like for the family? Perfect example. He knows that my dream is to have a wellness center. Last year, him being the amazing realtor that he is, he found this, the ideal space. We put a contract on it. He like was making it happen. And then I was just like, well, we have the restaurant going on. Like we got the kids. How and I started, my brain started working. Like, how are we gonna make this happen? And so I had to come back around and be like, I don't think that it was time. And I'm and I'm grateful that he respected my decision because we get into the restaurant and it's a, a whole different world for us. And so he is a businessman and I respect that. But I'm also like, it just works because I'm also like the grounding for us. Like this looks good. It's an amazing business move. But what does that do for our family? And we, we bounce those ideas off of each other to make it make sense.
0: Jeremiah, when Tierra says that, I think about how fast you move. And brother, you know, you're one of the few people that I, I can't tell you um, how quickly you pull triggers. So I have to be careful sometimes on ideas I share with you because I'm like, I don't know how I (laughs) I don't know know how that's going to go in the back end. Let me position this. Where's your wife at, uh, uh, Jeremiah? Where's Tierra? And he said, hold on, let me put her on speaker. I will talk to you about an idea sometimes and make you put her in the room. Can you talk to me a little bit about the process of allowing your partner to be amazing in their gifting and holding space for that. Cause she talked about the respect piece. Not everybody can do that because that can breed an argument in of itself. Cause now you're judging the process as opposed to embracing the process. How have you been able to do that? And how's that going? Come on, talk to me.
2: Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about balance. I think there, there has to be a force in between us too, which we, you know, she balances me out in, in that regard. Um, I, I, sometimes she may not think I'm listening, but a lot of times I am. And so, um, you know, I watch her work extremely hard um, in her business, and sometimes it gets very overwhelming. Um, and then even on those moments, I give her her space. And so, you know, that same, same thing applies when it comes to me making decisions. She'll, she'll allow me to come forth with an idea, but, you know, give her perspective, then I'll start the process it to make sure that I'm making the right decision um, <clears throat> I won't say I always listen to it because sometimes I feel like you got to seize the opportunity. And sometimes I know my wife doesn't see it immediately in some some cases, but I really think that because of what uh, the universe has over our marriage, I think for whatever reason, it's just working in our favor. Even with the, the analogy she just gave about the, the wellness center, I think eventually the wellness center will happen, but it just wasn't the right time. So when you can't keep ignoring the signs or you know, the verbiage from, you know, your significant other when they say certain things. Because even going into that, she was a little nervous and going in. It. And so I was, you know, still pushing, 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 pushing. But then when she came back, I didn't even fight it. Um, when she came back and said, typically I would, I'd be like, no, nah, you just got to push through it. We got to make it happen. But that particular time I was like, all right, cool. I back got out of the contract. And part of that is, <clears throat> and still I use some of my tools and knowledge because even with the agent, I, did, I didn't know her originally. Just and this is all about promoting, um, niching, finding out where your strengths are, Um, because I'm a negotiator. I deal with people. I build a level of trust. I, I found out that I knew her husband through conversation and part of every relationship, especially when it's dealing with business, even with my clients. The first thing I, you know, I build trust with them, no matter whether it's an agent or the client. So I was easily able to get out of that deal without any issue losing money because in most cases you get that deep into it in real estate with people after your deposits and stuff like that so initially you know the relationship that we got cultivated there i was able to get out so it's layers to it but i mean it just worked out at the end of the day like i really know that my wife has my best interest our best interest for not only us but our kids because a lot of the decision that we make is going to affect the entire family not just us and so um we live a I'm going to say a stressful life in a sense, but when you operate three businesses, it can get stressful. And so we try to minimize that, but at the same time, while we elevate um, in, in the midst of that. So we, we, we're really conscious of that for sure. I love it. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, for those of you guys who are ear hustling at the gym, and you on a treadmill this joker ain't got no headsets on and you just hearing all this conversation you might be in the back of an uber and the uber's just being real disrespectful yes sir yes ma'am You're being disrespectful because ain't nobody asked you to put this podcast on we're talking to jeremiah and tiara abubakar they are business owners they're entrepreneurs they are <clears throat> married they are blending families before we get out of here guys I need y'all to talk a little bit about the business that you're in. We kind of backed into this conversation. I don't think we ever really put it all the way out there. What do you guys do? Um, how do you do it? Who do you do it for? Why do you do it? Can y'all just take now? It's three of them. So why don't y'all take your time and, and talk slow because people got to catch this at the light. Come on, talk to us. Yes. Yeah,
1: so I am the owner of a group. Um holistic therapeutic practice, true self, holistic therapy, where I specialize in holding space for African American individuals to process past trauma and to learn how to honor themselves, how to prioritize themselves. So I am a therapist, I do events, I educate, I teach people how to take care of themselves. that
0: part. <clears throat> yep. I love it. Come on, verify. I love
1: it.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, I'm the team lead of the DMV home team, a real estate team under own real estate, um, which I now currently have 15 agents um, under me with one of my other partners that we collaborated with now. So, um, I I obviously specialize in residential and commercial sales in the DMV, licensed DC, Maryland, Virginia. We um, pretty much I pretty much focus on a lot of first time home buyers. Um, obviously, my first job, especially in in you know, where I come from and growing up of, of home ownership and trying to educate, you know, mainly African-Americans. But obviously, I don't have any discrimination risk, any other cultures. But at the end of the day, I really understand, you know, even my dad growing up um, owning a house and losing it and, and, and see how um, real estate can change people's lives. As an average millionaire, most of them will tell you they started in sales and or real estate. And so you know, I, I really want to educate folks to understand owning a home and the leverage that that can bring. And so ultimately people see you just selling the house, but really it's a lot that comes along with it and what that can do for you and your family going forward. And, you know, I talk to my kids all the time, just riding down the street. They want to become homeowners. So they're talking about that at seven, nine and 10 years old. And so I didn't have those conversations when I was, was that age, even though I owned, my dad owned a home when I was 10 or 11. So we, my memory is we lost the home because of, you know, some issues. But um, yeah, I, I definitely strive in, in regards to not only selling, but now that I have 15 agents, educating them and teaching them um, how to become successful agents. Because the, the learning curve that I had the first four or five years wasn't so great. And so now on the back end of my career, five years of being full time now, um, I'm able to now give back to agents and give them, you know, gift them what I've learned and understood negotiation tactics, contract writing as the market changes so often. Um, every day, whether it be interest rates, as we, you know, we hear it going on around the, the market. Um, so th- it, there is a still a good time to buy even now, but I teach people why that is. Um, and then obviously we're the co-owners of Fresh Green, our restaurant, where, you know, our competitors are, which is a known um, competitor, which is from Sweet Green. We do a similar-based concept where um, you build your salad out. It's a carry-out style um, salad concept where you can build your salad out um, from start to finish, from your greens, from every vegetable you can think of, nuts, fruits. Um, we also have cold pressed juices. Um, what else? <clears throat> I mean, oh yeah, obviously, that that really got cultivated from the fact that <clears throat> when I first met my wife, realistically, she was vegan, and I, you know I was not. Uh, listen, I couldn't eat no no just no vegan food. Just I'm talking about. It was a challenge, so I tried some stuff, and you know, as you get older and you start feeling your body change and the stuff you eat, like I, I really did not know my body was going to feel different based off of what I put in my body. You hear it, but you you know, you get into those moods and you just continue to eat the stuff you're you're normally eating, and then you start eating something different, and you start seeing your body respond. Um, which I bought into when I bought into the franchise of Fresh Rain, which now we're able to kind of provide a healthy option for people where we come from right in our backyard and where, where we know it's much so needed because it's really not promoted where we live. It's a food desert in that regard. Not even just fresh options, but most restaurants, high end restaurants, don't even want to come to our area for several reasons. Obviously, crime rate, um, poverty and different things. But we do deserve to have such of a restaurant. Um, so that we do have the option, at least, even if you chose differently. it's no You can't choose it if you don't even have it. And so we want to make sure that people were able to choose a healthy option, which is why we did it. So um, we're proud owners of Fresh Grain and Kettering, 32 Watkins Park Drive in um, Kettering, Maryland. Um, look us up, freshgrainsalads.com. Um, so, yeah. I love
0: it. Y'all, this has been a pleasure. I could talk to y'all for hours. There's so much to unpack here. Maybe we'll do a part <clears> two. <throat> Uh, from Panama. How about how about y'all come through, y'all pull up, and we'll sit down and pick up this conversation in Panama um, yeah. because uh, y'all's journey isn't over. And I'm just super grateful for all of you guys have tuned in and listened. Y'all do me a favor, share this podcast out, particularly to people who are going through what they have gone through and they're continuing to grow through uh, but they really are people that need answers because these folks are the examples of what it looks like when hard work really pays off. Um, y'all, I tell you, last thing, go ahead, Jeremiah. Um, any last yeah. comments from either one of you guys before we roll?
2: Yeah, I, I want to bless um, somebody, obviously. I think uh, what I wanted to say before we got out, I wanted to thank my wife so much um, for... You know, her diligence, her slow pace, her patience, her grace that she provides me in, in being imperfect um, as a African-American male coming from where I come from. I wasn't taught how to be married. I, I, it was no book. Um, and so the, even though we, st- we still deal with a lot of challenges, but I, I really wanted to put that out and make it public. I definitely appreciate you. I love you. I thank you. Um, and so. Yeah, I think, you know, we ought to make sure that we say that often enough to make sure that, you know, our our mates know, you know, where we stand in regards to that. So, yeah. Thank I you. love it. Tiara. Anything. I close?
1: am just grateful for you and Cherie and all that you all have poured into us. You guys are definitely such a huge part of where we are today. So thank you guys. And I echo what you said. Thank you for the partnership and just the support. Like this journey is not easy at all, but it definitely is easier because of the way that we communicate and because of the partnership. So I'm grateful for you and I'm just grateful in general. Thank you for having us today.
2: Yes, thank you. Listen,
0: y'all, if you got value out of this, if you're in the live audience, put me in the chat. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast, do me a favor, come back next week. Our goal here on We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast, is to bring uh, stories behind people's brand that, quite frankly, will encourage, inspire, uplift you, educate you, and help you go and live your best life. At the end of the day, here's what I can promise you. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. And we'll see you back again on the next edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, Be sure to download this. And if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good and we'll talk soon.